Good afternoon. It is now my great pleasure and honor to introduce President Cardoso. So much has been said about him today that I don't know how much more I can add. Uh, of course, he is one of the uh, most important people in the world and most, one of the most responsible for changing the debate on global drug policy. In fact, uh, President Cardoso has long been an intellectual leader. He began his career as an academic who wrote extensively on Latin American development. At the time, his writings on uh, the region's dependency on advanced economies in the world were highly influential. I have to confess that uh, as I uh, was in college and in graduate school in the 1980s and 1990s, I didn't really enjoy or even agree with what Mr. Cardoso had uh, written at that time. Uh, but fortunately for Brazil, his own views uh, evolved so that by the time that he became uh, finance minister in the 1990s and then president, he implemented uh, far-reaching reforms that he almost certainly uh, would not have endorsed earlier. The world had changed and Pre President Cardoso moved Brazil in the direction of the market because the evidence had shown that uh, it produced superior results. And I would say that the ability to look at uh, that evidence and change your opinion accordingly is a sign of a true intellectual and a great leader. Today, Brazil is recognized for its economic transformation into a dynamic and more modern economy. Without question, it is the leader in Latin America and one of the world's most important emerging economies. Fernando Enrique Cardoso, more than anybody else, is responsible for that success and the path upon which he set uh, Brazil. For those of us who advocate modernity in the developing world, the Brazilian model of market democracy is incredibly important, and it stands in sharp contrast to the Chavez, Putin, Beijing, and other authoritarian models being offered up to the world's uh, leaders, especially in the developing world. And we have President Cardoso largely to thank for that. In more recent years, uh, President uh, Cardoso has again uh, become a global leader in pushing the world toward uh, more modern policies with regards to drugs. In 2009, he co-chaired the Latin American Commission on Drugs and Drug Policy that called the war on drugs a failure and suggested the need to break the taboo on prohibition. In June 2011, he made headlines again by being a part of the Global Commission on Drug Policy in its report that called for a consideration of fundamental reform, including legalization. Because of his enormous uh, prestige and credibility, he has been joined by other uh, former presidents and world leaders in a call to rethink global drug policy. That call uh, for change has gained tremendous uh, momentum all around the world in a way that I don't think uh, we've seen and many of us didn't expect it to occur so, so soon. Thank you, President Cardoso, and welcome. Dear friends, well, let me start by saying that uh, I do think that we have had a very challenging and insightful meeting. At the end of this day, 
we may be tired, but it has certainly been worthwhile. I have to explain to you why I'm here. And uh, probably because after what has been said by Hitton, I'm 80 years old. So maybe <laughs> we need more young people to address the, the question of drugs. I agree with him. Uh, but the fact is that with the coming of age, I, I think it's more easy for us old people to be more frank and to try to understand even what is emerging in the world without fearing to be misunderstood. Uh, I was president in Brazil for eight years, was elected and re-elected. And at the time, of course, the drug question was there. And when I start to discuss the, the drug question more recently, the first uh, question has been raised was, well, why just only now are you thinking in that way? Why not before? I must say very, very clearly to you, because I had no conscience of, of the, the problem. I was not aware of the complexity of the situation. You may say, well, but you president, you have to, uh, some, uh, we cannot believe. But, you know, uh, it's not possible to, to take into account all the problems simultaneously. And we, when we are facing uh, enormous responsibility, we have to look around and to, say, to see what is uh, more strategic, what, is, uh, the, the main, what are the main questions. And in my period, the main question in Brazil was poverty and inflation. The inflation was devastating the Brazilian population. It took 20 years to stop inflation. We tried several times and we failed. So I became finance minister, and I became finance minister by mistake uh, of my president at the time. I was in New York when I was uh, called on the phone by the president, uh, and the president asked me, uh, are you standing with you, why, Mr. President? Well, because I am uh, intending to, 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 to put you on the finance ministry. I said, my God, don't do that. I'm a poor, poor sociologist. I'm so happy being foreign minister. Why to transfer me to the, this so difficult job? And I said, why are you trying again to, to, to change your, your uh, finance minister? I have no more words to explain to the world why we have so many uh, finance ministers so uh, what I would be the fourth in seven months because of, because of inflation. Uh, I insist to the president, please don't do that. He said, well, I will, I will talk to the, uh, the, the finance minister and then I will call you back. I was in a dinner in New York, in the Brazilian embassy. I went back to, to, have to the table. Uh, everyone around the table looked after, uh, to me and said, well, something ha ha happened. But at the end of the dinner, the president uh, sent me a message by saying, well, I don't need any more to speak to you. In the other day, I was already appointed as finance minister. In the morning, when I, <laughs> I wake up, well, finance minister. My wife was furious, of course, called me on the <laughs> phone. He never, you know, accepted my argument that in practice I never said, said yes to the president. She believed that I was uh, lying to her, maybe. <laughs> but the point is that I became finance minister. So my obsession was the economy. 
uh, and I tried to fix the Brazilian economy. We have been, not, not, not just because of what I did, but also because of the Brazilian population was fed up with inflation and corruption, so on, it comes together too, inflation and corruption, and the, the total disorganization in, in the Brazilian political spectrum. Uh, uh, and then we, uh, just before, we decided to enter into the global uh, world by reducing uh, import tariffs, so it was uh, also the manufacturer protesting. We have no, no, no even uh, knowledge how to, to, how to deal with uh, exchange rates in, in a so difficult world. So I concentrate my energy in trying to solve economic problems and, uh, and, uh, and, and, and then to look after people. Poverty. We had a new constitution since 1988, so uh, people's demand start to be pressing. Uh, we had freedom and, dis and disorganization. Well, in the, in the middle of, of that picture, of course, we had also problems with, with drug use and abuse. And I was convinced at the time that, well, repression would be one solution for the, for, for, for the, the situation, but not just rep not, not only repression. So I create a, a, a kind of uh, department in my office to deal with the drug question. But, but anyhow, my, my conviction was we have to repress. We have, for instance, to, to eradicate uh, marijuana crops. We did twice in the same region in Brazil without any success. It's a matter of time and again, the crops were there because it's so profitable. It's impossible just to eradicate and, 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 and put an end into the production of marijuana. And then also we, 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 we in this uh, new department, we uh, were concerned with prevention, but in a small scale. La later on, the drug problem uh, became more uh, dramatic in, in, in Brazil, even when I was in, in, in office. And then we, we realized that, uh, well, with the confusion in terms of the different kinds of uh, police in Brazil, it would be very difficult to have a common strategy, a common policy. So we tried to reorganize the, 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 the police system, but it, it, this depends in Brazil on constitutional amendments, and it was almost impossible to change the constitution to, pr to provide a more efficient uh, policy, or, uh, policy system because of, of, of political interest, because of different reasons and how this has been unsuccessful attempt to change. So when I, I, I left the, 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 my second mandate, I came to, to America to teach here at Brown University. I went to France and I, I came to this, to this city to, the, to, to I, I spent some time at the Library of Congress as fellow there for some time. And I continued to have contact with Latin American uh, regions, countries, and people. So I realized that, my God, what is going on now is in, in my region is a disaster. And it's not just a, a disaster in, in social terms and human terms, it's also in political terms a disaster. In practice, the drug dealing, drug, drug uh, producers and drug consumers are uh, undermining even democracy. I remember when I was uh, uh, in office, I had a long conversation with President Clinton here in, in, in uh, close to, to Washington, in, in Camp David. We spent a weekend or something like that there. And President Clinton was uh, inducing me to cooperate 
with the uh, uh, American administration in implementing a, uh, a program in Colombia. Uh, the point is the Brazilians uh, have been always reluctant in uh, accepting to, to, to coordinate or because we, because we have been always fearing to be you know, under the leadership, under, under the, 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 the guidance of a foreign uh, uh, power. Uh, so I said, well, for us, for, it's difficult for us to, 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 to participate in, in this, that kind of thing. But then how I, I, I become to be more uh, alert uh, about the situation in, in Colombia. Then, when no, no more being present, I, I, I have much more information about what's going on there in Colombia. I know that the Plan Colombia has been uh, very efficient in, in increasing, uh, you know, uh, se security in, in, in Colombia, but it was not efficient in producing what uh, it aimed uh, uh, to. In what sense? Uh, all data shows that, well, after years and years of very, very strong, uh, you know, uh, effort to control the production of cocaine in, in Colombia and to dismantle cartels, and I must say that the Colombian governments are, have been very uh, committed to, to this and, and efficient too. They changed you know, the judicial system, specific laws, they, they created specific groups in the armed force, in Colombian armed force. They received enormous support from America and they did with enormous uh, enthusiasm uh, uh, a battle against the, the cartels. But in spite of that, when you look statistics, what is the reality? The amount of cocaine supplied by Colombia is about the same as ever. The area of crops has been reduced a little, but the drug dealers and the drug producers increased productivity. So the, the supply was not you know, affected by the enormous effort. And criminality was uh, also very high. They did enormous, uh, they made enormous progress in Colombia. But then the, the drug cartels moved to Mexico. And in Mexico, I, I, it's not necessary to repeat what has been done and so well presented this morning by Castaneda. And, and in Mexico, the disaster is still greater than has been in other parts of, of, of Latin America, not taking into account what is occurring now in the Caribbean area and in Central America. So uh, I think that's why I, I, I start by asking other people to, to jointly try to review the panorama of the drug uh, situation in, in, in Latin America. And that's the reason why we start by creating a Latin American Commission on Drug. And this Latin American Commission on Drug was basically uh, shared by three former presidents. Myself, President Gaviria from Colombia, and President Cedillo from Mexico, which is uh, uh, anyhow significant because former presidents. Of course, again, the question comes very, very, very soon. Why just now, after being president, former presidents? Well, uh, there is maybe an additional element to, to, to to explain why after being president is more is simple to become more uh, effective and more clear in our ideas is because what has been also discussed here. 
The point is that the, 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 the political system and the voters normally uh, prefer not to, to, to debate this, type of this, this kind of question. And political leaders are afraid to be, uh, to, to be against public opinion. Uh, well, so I know that the people who really has political virtue has to be from time to time against public opinion if we, we, have, we are convinced. Uh, but even it is easier for those who are not uh, under circumstance of political debate, of polls of public opinion, uh, to uh, assume more clear uh, positions. But the fact, the fact is that we, we the three former presidents, we started, we launched this Latin American Commission on, on, on Drug, and the results were relatively uh, well received in, in the region. Uh, not just former presidents, but also people with uh, public responsibility, as for instance, uh, Carlos Fuentes, who is a, 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 a Mexican writer, another Brazilian writer named uh, Paulo Coelho, a well-known uh, novelist, both of them. They all also uh, joined our, our commission. Uh, one uh, judge from Argentina, uh, a civil rights uh, uh, leader in, in, in Peru, so on and so forth. Several, a, a very uh, ample group of, of Latin American uh, people and the fact that we, we look at the, the, the question and we said, well, what's going on is not good. Let's try to shift our minds. So we propose a paradigm change in the sense that up to now, the main effort has been done around the repression and the, under the umbrella of a concept, a notion of war, war on drugs. I don't need to repeat what is that because everyone knows here and has been debated several times here. But under the American influence, the war on, on drugs become a kind of umbrella for all kinds of, 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 of uh, political and in, in, in policies in, in, in Latin America. Let's change for this paradigm by, by looking after not just the supply side but the demand side. Because as far as there are consumers, it's almost impossible to avoid the production. I have been in contact with people in Colombia, uh, and the man who is in charge of the repressive apparatus in Colombia is a, a, a very bright general, and he, he, he told me, well, we are being very effective, we are killing uh, uh, drug traffickers, but we are not put, uh, putting an end into the drug production. production. Because for everyone we are killing, there are others uh, ready to replace them. And why? Because the, the, the business is so profitable that it's almost impossible to put an end. And the relationship is, is a marked relation. As far as there are consumers, well, surprise came. So we have to look after the, 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 the other side, the consumption uh, of drugs. And let, let's try to concentrate our efforts in reducing the consumption. And simultaneously, let's try also to look after uh, the harm caused by drugs on people, users, others, and society in general. This is the European uh, you know, approach, to, 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 sp to speak synthetically. The Europeans are moving from just repression to offer alternatives for drug users and addicts. And the results have been reviewed this, this today here, 
not just the case of Portugal has been so, so well explained in, in today here, but, but also uh, other uh, regions like, like in Switzerland, in the Netherlands, so on and, and so forth. The fact is that uh, we now have another you know, vision of the situation. What has been said here, for instance, by uh, Edward uh, Crane, uh, he said, he stressed that the impact of the oral drugs is worse than that of alcohol prohibition. So this is becoming a, a, a commonsensical you know, observation. It was very well formulated this morning here. Uh, and one of its main negative effects is the creation of a criminal subculture that attracts uh, young people. And he, he said, it also distorts the economies of the developing world and affects U.S. attitude towards developing countries. Well, Castaneda was very clear, and he said, well, uh, in terms of human costs in Mexico, is a disaster, the situation. A balance of 45,000 related de deaths in five years, torture, extrajudicial uh, killing, so on and so forth. It's unbelievable, 45,000 in, in, in five years. Uh, well, on top of that, this, pro this process of war devastated the Mexican image around the world. I'm repeating uh, word by word that has been said by Castaneda. Uh, and the, 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 this effort had minimal results. Uh, and I was highly impressed by what has been said by Castaneda, a very short statement, and I quote, drugs do not harm uh, to Mexico. A, it's a very, very, very strong, you know, uh, word said by a, a, a former foreign minister and a, an intellectual of worldwide uh, reputation. So, anyhow, I do agree uh, uh, with his, I mean, Castaneda's main recommendations, which are pull back the army and strengthen the police and judiciary. Concentrate efforts in combating, combating violence and crime that affect people, not in eradicating drug trafficking per se. Experiment with legalization starting with marijuana. And he concluded by calling on Mexico, Colombia, and Brazil to lead an advocacy campaign to change drug policy. Uh, more or less the same we proposed in our uh, Latin American Commission on, uh, on Drug. Well, you know that uh, even President Calderon recently uh, is, uh, has uh, stated that we need to start exploring market alternatives, I'm quoting uh, Calderon's word here in, in, in America, and President Santos of Colombia this week went further and called for substantive discussion on legalization and regulation of marijuana and cocaine. And this is a president who is now the incumbent in, 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 in Colombia, and Colombia, well, did an enormous uh, effort to try to control uh, the drug uh, question by uh, following the recommendations inspired on the idea of war on, on drugs. So now President, uh, President uh, Santos said, well, uh, it, it's, it's time for uh, regulation of marijuana and, and cocaine. Well, we, this morning too, Mario Grady said that the conservatives believe in freedom and not in any st uh, state. So 
to be against the war on drugs is a conservative position. And I'm not going to enter into this kind of debate here. I was astonished by the enthusiasm with, with, uh, uh, with whom the, the people here this, this afternoon this, uh, debated uh, uh, about conservatism or not, or uh, liberaliz liberalism, or I don't know what, libertarian views, so on and so forth. Well, we Brazilians are much more pragmatic. <laughs> we, we, don't know, we don't pay too much attention to this kind of, what is important is that the coincidence between what has been said by Nedelman, he tried to bridge different uh, you know, segments of the political spectrum in, 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 in order to get a, a, a viable solution for a dramatic question. Anyhow, uh, the point is that uh, uh, O'Grady was very also uh, uh, expressive when she also enlightened that the only 3% of murders in, in Ciudad Juarez have been solved. How can we label everyone who is, doing, who is dying as a drug traffickers? So it's an uh, overstatement uh, when people are referring to this kind of thing. Uh, it's a, she said in, the, in this really dramatic that the, the war on, on drugs rationale is that the number of deaths is a measure of success. This is tragic. This is real, very, very, very impressive, but it's true. It's true. When governments try to, to prove that they are doing well, they, are, they show the, 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 the data on the number of murders. Well, this is not acceptable. Uh, or, or another panelist stressed that the zero tolerance concept is destroying U.S. constitutional legal principles. This for non-U.S. citizens is, is really shocking. Uh, but the, the analysis was very well presented here. No? Well, and, and then, Another, another very, very impressive uh, observation, uh, unbelievable. The incarceration rate of black males is more than five times higher here than in South Africa during the apartheid regime. Oh, I think this is, uh, we don't need to, 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 to many arguments in terms of ideologies to understand that something has to, has to be done to change this, 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 this situation. Well, and al al also everyone knows that despite the US occupation, 90% of the world's opium comes from Afghanistan, and only 1% of world's seizures. So it's a very impressive data. And we know that the tele Taliban is financed through drug uh, trade money, so the war on drugs is strengthening US enemies. Well. I don't need to refer to what has been made by the, uh, reviewed uh, by the, the last panel uh, sobre what, uh, sobre the, the, about the case of discriminalization adopted in Portugal. Uh, well, I have been there, I have been in Portugal. When, when I, he I heard here what happens in Portugal, it, it coincided with my own experience. I, was, uh, I, I attended one of these uh, sessions, uh, uh, people trying to advise Drug, uh, drug users, how to how to proceed, how to avoid. I, I went to prisons in prisons in Portugal too. To, to, I talked to to traffickers in Portugal to, to see to, uh, the con what are the consequences are. The Portuguese are very very strengthful against against the, the, the drug trafficking, but they are at all uh, you know uh, using uh, co coercion to to deal with drug users and the, the, and the data 
I don't need to repeat, you heard. Uh, data are very expressive that in Portugal, it may be the, in recent uh, years, is the, 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 the more effective example of another alternative, how to shift from just repression to, to a more humane and, and more comprehensive uh, uh, approach. Well, in any case, what I would say is that our, our day was a long day, but the debate was really a debate. So this was important, and I think it was very successful. So I have to, to say to, uh, to your organization, to this organization, uh, Cato Institute, that uh, for me was really very positive to come here and to see the, 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 the level of debate, the openness uh, of the, the discussion, and the fact that it's real, really a debate. Everyone is asking because we don't know exactly what can be done, how to do. We don't know exactly. We have some guidelines, at least in my, in my case. In my case, I'm always very cautious because of my political responsibility in my country, maybe by intellectual responsibility, in saying, well, there is a recipe. This is not like that. The situation varies from country to country, from culture to culture, how to, to what extent that we can accept or tolerate one, time, one kind of, uh, of political approach or another one, you see? It's, you cannot say, for instance, in Portugal, violence is not as high as in Mexico or in Brazil. In Brazil, the, the, the is not just a question of violence, but also a question of the fact that, that in Brazil, even the, 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 the drug laws are poor. It's, it's, it's a devastating situation because it's poor, killing poor people. It's not like, like in, in other areas, which you have these big cartels which are managing enormous amount of money. It's a modest, you know, uh, participation in terms of, of wealth and, and money, but, more, but very effective in killing people. So I think there is no one, so one uh, only one solution. We have to be cautious in, in, in dealing with that. Well, but because of, of that experience, we decided to launch a new uh, initiative, and we did, which is the Global, uh, the Global Commission on Drug Policy. The, in, in the second day of June, we launched in New York uh, a report calling for uh, a drastic paradigm shift in drug policy, what I referred to before. Uh, first and foremost, we must stop pretending that repression alone can protect people. This is a result of our report. We need a more flexible and comprehensive approach based on the principle, principles of uh, public health, human security, and common sense. We propose two strategic measures to move forward. The first, end the criminalization of people who use drugs but do not harm to others. People with drug problems should be tra treated as patients, not criminals. The obvious first step already in place is a number of countries in Europe and America is a precondition for treatment, harm reduction, and prevention. This has been very well explained in the case of, uh, of Portugal and also by, by, by Nadoma. If, you, if, if the, the, the users uh, look at uh, the state as an enemy, if they are feeling the state, it's even difficult for them to, to, to accept that the state can help them. Uh, this is it's so it's, it's simple and difficult how to change people's mind vis-a-vis -vis what is the role of the state. Is the state there just to repress or the state is there also to help? And it's not just the state. It's much more than the state, only the state, is society, people. 
So that's why it's so important also to debate and to inform the population and to open the, 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 the discussion. Because the political leaders, as I said before, they are much more resistant to accept change. And it, it is necessary to have a, 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 a much more massive d debate on, uh, around this kind of, of, of question. Well, anyhow, we believe that the, 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 the first me measure is to decriminalize the, the use of that. Second, explore models of legal and social regulation of drugs such as marijuana that are less harmful than tobacco and alcohol. Again, I, not, I don't need to, 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 to say any more about that, any, any word about that, because it has been so clearly pre presented this morning, this afternoon here, so clearly. What, why, why marijuana? Because it's less harmful. And it, it, it also because it's maybe the, the, the uh, used by a majority of people. Uh, so that's why it's, uh, it's, uh, we have to, 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 to start with, you know, exploring models of legal and social regulation. Well, in this bold and pragmatic measure is the precondition to reduce the power of organized crime and safeguard people's health and pe people's security. Well, this report received a huge media coverage and was endorsed by uh, 700,000 signatures in a, a petition uh, distributed or stimulated by the Avahas site in, in the you know the social media, and this the, the, the we presented the document with these 700,000 signatures to the United Nations Secretary General Ban Ki Moon and to the ambassadors uh, of key countries accredited in the, uh, at the United Nations. This was in, in last June. Huh? And now, uh, we believe that uh, uh, we, we have to continue. I, I must say that, uh, not just me, uh, also Ethan said the same. Uh, I'm a, a little bit disappointed with the lack of reaction by political leaders. Uh, people react more positively. The media accept more openly the debate. And the political leaders are a little bit afraid. Uh, what is, I don't need again to, 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 to repeat to you because uh, uh, Edelman, not, uh, Ed Eaton was very clear when he gave data on the transformation of public, public opinion in America, uh, which is moving uh, apparently more uh, fast than ever, accepting that necessary to, to change. The same is occurring across uh, the, the region, the, in the southern region in Argentina, in Brazil, in Chile, in Mexico, in Colombia, everywhere, public uh, something has to be done. So, I, I, but, the, but the political leaders are much more, much more cautious in, in that. Now maybe because of the crisis, because of budgetary constraints, because of necessity of the take to, to take maybe a different uh, solutions for the, the, the same problems, uh, that we have a, a window of possibilities uh, in America and in other parts of, uh, of, of, of the, uh, the world. The fact is that uh, even in Europe, who the continent at the forefront of the most innovative alternatives to drug policy, the scenario is not promising. More recently, even in Portugal, uh, well, the, uh, because of they are using the budgetary you know, uh, restrictions to cut uh, uh, good programs. So it's not, not, not evident that just because of the, the budget, budgetary uh, implication will be 
uh, an, uh, an opportunity. It can be a, a the opposite. So we need to be much more active. Uh, and, and I think that now the United States is, uh, again, is maybe taking the leadership. And this is very, very, very not strange. On the contrary, America has been always on the side of innovation. This is what is the essence of the American uh, uh, way of life, how to recreate, even in confronting disasters. You have an enormous capacity to renew, uh, maybe again in America, because what is going on, not at the governmental level, at the top level, but in several, in several you know, states and municipalities. The fact is that you are, you are making progress. You are making progress in, with, with, with respect to the, the, use, the, medi the medical use of, co of marijuana. You are also uh, asking people in, in, in plebiscites like, like, like in California, maybe in the future in, in Washington and the other, other, other states. You see, Maybe again, the Americans will prove to the world that the vision that America is supporting just repression is no more is uh, true. Maybe it's a, a possibility to, to retake the, the capacity to, to, to gain the support of, uh, of other parts of the world uh, by, by being creative in, 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 in that area. In our commission, we decide to focus now on specific areas, because this could be more, more positive more to illustrate what can be done and to, to illustrate also the, the, the bad consequence of not, not, not moving from the present circumstances. We are going to, to, to focus on uh, the Caribbean area and Central America and West Africa. The situation in West Africa is dramatic as, as it is in, central, in some uh, countries in, in Central America. Some uh, nations are becoming, some states are becoming rogue states because of the penetration of, of, of drugs, uh, corruption, and all, all that come uh, together. Uh, so we will concentrate our efforts in, in, in these areas. We also try to, in, in the, the main uh, areas in Latin America affected by drug, which are, which are Mexico, Colombia, and Brazil, and Peru. We will try to, again, to, to do something more specifically oriented toward these areas. We are organizing a, 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 a gathering in, in, in Mexico. Uh, I hope it will be possible to, to ask for a, a broader support in terms of, of political leadership, but also in terms of people who represent something, who are committed to values. Uh, it will be very important also to have the support, even of, of, if possible, religious leaders. I know that the religious normally are conservative, but let me give you an example in my own, my own experience in a very difficult situation, which is not completely different from what's going on in terms of in, with drugs uh, in the area of HIV AIDS. Uh, when I was in office, uh, data uh, about the, the, the progression of, of HIV contamination in Brazil was really uh, astonishing. The all the, the, the trends were toward the, uh, direct, a direction showing that Brazil would be, in the coming of, uh, 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 of time, uh, one of the most affected countries in the world. So we decided to try to change the situation. And how? You know, Bra Brazil is a profoundly ca Catholic church. Profound a little bit too strong. We are not, uh, no, normally we are not profound in anything. <laughs> 
But anyhow, uh, we are much more flexible than, than other, other cultures. But anyhow, we are a Catholic uh, culture. And the, 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 the question was, well, what can be done? We debate the norms in Congress, in government. We decide, first of all, let's offer treatment by free to anyone. Everyone is, uh, is entitled to receive the treatment uh, freely. Uh, in order to offer with a more uh, cheap uh, medicine, we threatened multinationals, pharmaceutical multinationals, to, to break uh, patents. It was necessary to break. They, they decided to, you know, to, to be more reason, uh, reasonable and the, the, the price came down. But the Brazilian government offered uh, completely free treatment. Secondly, we decided to make campaigns openly using TV. Uh, the Brazilian government support the campaigns and in, uh, using very, very, you know, uh, direct uh, expressions to show uh, uh, what the, the, the instruments are uh, available to control the expansion of, of age, including the uh, use of condoms. And uh, uh, we ask also the NGOs created by already infected people to monitorize the Brazilian government actions and to help us in dealing with the problem. And to try to destigmatize the question of HIV uh, AIDS. The results are really uh, uh, unbelievable. We are now uh, transmitting our experience in Africa, in different parts of the world, because we, we have been uh, capable to, to, to stop the progression of, of, of AIDS just by debating, by making campaigns, by being uh, trustful. By, by, by being crude even in, 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 in explaining and asking for support. And the Catholic Church, who was against, in principle, the use of condom, well, prefer to have a more uh, cautious action and in practice, prefer not to, to, to present any obstacle because the result is, was very positive. Well, again, the same applies in not just in Brazil, here too, in the case of tobacco. Uh, some 20 years ago, tobacco was, uh, you know, everyone, and it, was a, it had some glamour, even for women to, to, to smoke. Uh, uh, movies, uh, actors smoking, etc. Well, in the last time, several campaigns you know, have been successful in decreasing the number of people who are now smoking. And this was is very effective. And in, and in the regulation of the smoking of, of cigarettes, we cannot smoke in, 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 in this area, for instance. This is uh, not just here, but this is, is being spread in, in, uh, across the globe. The, the necessity to put limits in when and why. So regulation, N not just by law, uh, also socially regulated uh, practices. People are now considered twice if it's possible to ask for permission to smoke. And very, or very often they prefer not to ask because the reaction would be rather negative. So why not to do the same with, my, with marijuana? Marijuana is harmful, maybe not that harmful as others, but it's also harmful. It depends on the frequency. It depends, uh, I, I used to say and repeat and again and again, uh, alcohol is harmful. Probably 80% of those here today uh, normally don't, don't drink, but once uh, a week maybe, uh, a glass of wine. Okay, I, I do that. Uh, 
But if we uh, wake up and ask for alcohol, my God, better to go straight to a, a medical doctor. The same applies to marijuana. The marijuana is also, could be also uh, negative. But why not to regulate? Why not to diffuse the idea that drugs are harmful? Better not to use drugs. But if you are using, better to use in, in, in here and not there. Uh, not all time, so and, and, and so forth. Why not to believe a little bit more in the possibility of to, uh, to change human human minds, people's behaviors? Why not to 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 to, uh, to be trustful that human beings are not that bad? That it's possible to convince people. So that's and I will conclude by saying what I will go to say to you. I start by saying that my first approach with the drug question was because of democracy. Well, I believe in democracy. I believe that it's possible to debate and to convince people and to change minds. If we, uh, if we don't believe in that, well, what can we do then in, in political terms? I do believe that what is important is to be trustful, is to be clear, is to try to express what you believe and to take into account others' views. And after the discussion, it's possible to go to our the better. That's why I'm, uh, I go back home tonight more trustful because what I heard this, this day here in Cato Institute was really very, very, very positive. Thank you very much for inviting me <laughs> and for what you did here. Thank you.